Hello, today my radiant diamond. This is another episode of uh, Manifesting. Mari, hi, I'm I'm Mari and I'm manifesting. You know the deal, you've been here listening to this thing. If you haven't, hi. Um, yeah, so... Hmm. Today... Oh my god. A lot happened yesterday. So today, what I, I don't know what I want to talk about. I, actually, I want to talk about what I went through yesterday. It was a lot. Uh, you know, right currently I'm working with coaches and they're telling me, you know, nobody likes a coach who cries and no one likes a coach who just is always complaining and this and that and I'm like yeah true but also it's like this is just where I'm at right now just because I'm healing and going through my own shit I don't know I I, I don't think that disqualifies me from um being able to help people through things that I have went through that I'm going through that they're going through I think I'm still here able to be a strong support system and I hear what they're saying like on the social media like I think everyone is buying a type of um result right everyone wants a certain kind of transformation and um they have a certain end goal that 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 probably doesn't involve as much crying um and I guess you know my social media is there for that great I could use that platform to to show the the benefits that I've experienced from my journey which yeah it's (laughs) there have been so many great benefits if it wasn't for the the weeks of me just sitting in my home alone crying if it wasn't for the the deep journeys into myself the realizations the the breakthroughs I've had I I wouldn't have any of the wonderful things that I can celebrate on social media (laughs) So I just want to recognize the importance of being able to to make space for the things in your life that are heavy, that aren't light, that aren't this wonderful thing that people want to be seeing. Like, yeah, you know, it, it comes at the end of the day, like, people don't want to be triggered, but we are triggered every single time we look at something, whether it's, you know, some people are like, oh, I'm triggered, and it's like only this negative connotation, which is true, and that's usually how it's used, and yeah, you do get triggered negatively, but we don't talk about, like, I've been triggered, and like, in a positive way, right? Like, think about all the positive thing, and that's what social media is, right? It positive, it, it triggers these the dopamine in your brain it triggers these positive feelings and and that's why you're brought in because it feels good to engage in whatever content you're engaging in right um so this podcast is not that (laughs) yeah this at least this episode is not that listen we, we will recognize and we will go back and um make space and honor all the amazing things that are happening. Um, But uh, today I really want to talk about the experience I had yesterday and it was really heavy. Um, And to be honest, it's it's kind of starting with um, the moment I I realized I, I want to start sharing what I know and sharing what I've learned with other people. 
and it didn't even start this year like you know a lot of it has been um what's the word i'm looking for uh, you know uh catalyzed no th that sounds like cattle um the, the catalyst for a lot of my healing recently has been my my one-on-one -on -one coaching and my one-on-one -on -one offering. I've never done this before, and it's scary. I've never, I, I you know, I, I walked away from a corporate jobs or depending on other people, um, other businesses to pay me a salary, and I, 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 want, I needed my freedom from that and choosing to do this entrepreneurial journey and choosing to use what I know in order to help others it's scary and there is this big imposter syndrome like who do I think I am doing this but I I just I so sincerely believe in what I have and I I sincerely believe in myself and it's okay to be scared right even though you believe in yourself it's okay to be scared and that's what I'm going through right now so you know, I feel like this um, this fear that I'm feeling right now is just like I'm I'm really I'm I'm leveling up and I'm going I'm stepping into a new version of myself. Like if you knew me a year ago, like I'm a really different person, and not that my essence and my soul is, but just the way I'm interacting with my world and the kind of um, intention at which I'm approaching my life, right? <clears throat> and um, it really all started, you know, once once I made the decision to start loving myself. And, <clears throat> you know, I, I really didn't know how to do that. I did not know how to do that. And, and the first thing it, it started with is, I had to look around and observe my life. And at that time, it had to be like five years ago, I was 25. And, um, you know, I've, I've realized that I, I lived a blessed life that I, whenever I wanted something, I, I put my focus on it and I got it. And now, in hindsight, I realize that's me manifesting. That's me <clears throat> stating what I want from the universe and not expecting it to come, but just knowing that it will, Right. And knowing that if I put in the time and, and, and effort and energy, like, it's coming. So, um, I lived my life like that for a long time, like, unconsciously manifesting. And, and it was like, you know, I, I would get the things I want in my life, but I still wouldn't feel happy or fulfilled. And I realized that that was deep-rooted pain and trauma from other things. That's what I'm realizing now. But, you know, at the time I was like, oh, this is great. This is fine. But I still feel this deep, dark despair and this willingness to not exist. It was just, and like, I, I, I like to state, like I was, I, I don't think, I don't feel I was ever suicidal. Um, but it's just like, I was like, why? It was like really a existential crisis. Right? It's like, why am I even here? And I think a lot of people, um, especially like once you graduate, you get out of school and then you go to work and then work doesn't fulfill you. It's like nothing feels like, nothing feels enough. Nothing feels like it's hitting. And then also at the same time, you don't feel like you're enough. And, um... You know, it was around, like, my 25th birthday, I kind of 
like it was I, 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 I realized that I had these thoughts of I'm not good enough I don't matter I'm not important that was like a big thing like I'm not important I don't know why I didn't know where it came from at the time but um I had those thoughts but then also at the same time like I, I remember I had my 25th birthday in um <clears throat> the day of my birthday I was planning on going to New York with my brother and my one best friend with Thurga who's been on this podcast so you obviously intimately know her um, and then I remember I, like, a month ahead, I told both of them, hey, we're doing this, da-da-da-da-da, and, um, <clears throat> I really haven't thought about this in a while, like, this really hurt me, and this really changed me, um, you know, I wanted to go to this museum and this restaurant in New York City and just spend the day with, like, my brother, who I felt, like, at that time, he was, like, my best friend, and, my best friend and one of my other best friends, Thurga, and we were supposed to go, my birthday was on a Wednesday, I think, or something like that, and we were supposed to go into the city, I let him know, and I let both of them know a month ahead of time, hey, I want to do this, so as the days approach, I'm like, I think it was a Tuesday, or something, I don't know, whatever, I went to confirm with my brother, hey, Oh, God. I want to confirm. I'm having a lot of realizations talking this through. I want to confirm with my brother. I'm like, hey, like, let's, like, are we good? I'm confirming, like, for my birthday. I'm so excited. Let's go. And he was just like, no, I'm sorry. I can't make it. I, I, uh, you know, he just, there were bills he had to pay. He just didn't have the money, right? And it triggered me in such a way, in this negative way, I, I, I felt this negative trigger where I, 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 and now in hindsight, as I'm doing my, my, um, my inner child work, I realize it, it dug into that feeling of I'm not important. That because of these financial reasons, what I have to do isn't important. And for some reason, it turned into I'm not important. Right? And, like, the logical part of me now, and, like, I realize the truth is that it, it, it's just, you know, this world runs on money and our lives. Unfortunately, this realm we're in runs on money. That's the energy that keeps it going. And, um... Unfortunately, the money got in the way of me and my brother having a fun day together. And rather than me separating my ego from that, I I dove my ego right in. Because he's my brother, of course, it's going to trigger me in a way. Like, that's family. Like, he's one of the, you know, one of the closest people in my life. And it hurt. It hurt because it's like, wow, you know. Now thinking about it, it reminds me of like when I was a kid and like I really wanted to do ballet and I was looking forward to do it and I did ballet for a year and I was so excited and I loved it and it's like the next time, the next year come enrollment, my parents said I couldn't enroll because they didn't have enough money and it's like, ugh, and I feel like that's like, ugh, is that like the generational thing in my family, like, 
we don't have enough money so we can't do this and it's like that's it's, it just sucks and it's heartbreaking because this is this is a real life thing that everyone is living right now at this moment right I think if you're listening to this, you can honestly say that you've been disappointed because of money. I think there are people in your life and things you wanted to do and people wanted to show up for you. But unfortunately, because of financial reasons, those things got in the way. The financial reasons got in the way of them being able to show up for you the way you needed to or you needed it. And also, like, if, like, growing up, my my parents really didn't, they weren't really big, like, huggers and I love yous, but, like, their their way of showing care was mostly food, right? Buying food, giving you food. But also, like, I, I, I had to learn that people say I love you by providing shelter or paying the rent or making sure you're just surviving, right? If people are in survival mode and they're going to say they're going to their way of taking care of you is the way they take care of themselves is their own survival mode right so you know uh just that day I remember my brother told me and I was I was pissed I heard it hurt it really hurt and it brought up a lot of those feelings that I'm not important And and I really had to sit with that for a long time. And that's something that's been sitting with me for a long time. Um, so I ended up not going into the city that day. Or for my birthday. My 25th birthday. Because I was pissed. I was like really upset. I was like so upset. I was like so disappointed. And then I remember I think that Friday or Saturday. Um, we were going to go to a local bar. Like around here. Um, and, you know, I was having, I think, yeah, 25th birthday, so it's like I invited all my friends, so I knew, you know, Facebook event, invite literally every single person you know, da 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 and I obviously, I just felt so low, I felt like shit, I felt like I'm not important, all these things, and I was, like, directing all that upsetness and anger at my brother, right, like, why can't my brother be more responsible for his money, and why can't he this, he knew this, and da 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 a lot of blame easily put on my brother, poor guy, like, he didn't deserve any of that, he's going through his own shit, but, you know, I was just a fucking angry, angry, upset person, hurt people hurt people, so I was saying not nice things, um, so then I remember going to the bar, right? And I was like, fuck it, whatever. I made these plans. Let me just go. I know there are people going. I remember getting to the bar. We got there late. I forgot why. Like, I have a feeling. I know Thurgo was supposed to drive me. Did she fall asleep? It's It happens. <laughs> so she... Uh, so we got there late. And I just remember going and like... There were so many people there. And I was like, oh, wait, all these people are here because, like, they care about me and I care about them. Like, I really had to look at this and be like, wow, these people think I'm important. And also, I think they're important. They're important to me. And they showed up because they care about me. And I'm like, how could I hold on to this narrative of I'm not important when I can obviously see, like, wake the fuck up, look up, and look around. 
Look at the people who are in your life. How can you not be important? How can you not be loved? And then I realized, oh, other people see me as important. Other people love me. And you know what? There are people who maybe they don't see me as important. Or maybe other things have to become important, more important than me at that time. Whatever. That is what it is, right? Separating my ego from that. But, like, you know, I, I realized that in that moment is really where I realized that a lot of my worth and validation as a human being was based upon the way other people perceived me. And I had no concept of perceiving myself and knowing how to feel good about myself in my own body, in my own skin. So it was in that moment when I really started to decide that I, I, I need to start loving myself. I need to start making sure I'm the important one. Oh, it was also around my 25th birthday where, oh shit, I was dating this guy. He's, he's my ex. But before this, like, I remember we were just seeing each other. It was real casual. Like, I really wasn't invested, whatever. And, um, honestly, I wasn't looking for a relationship, but I wanted one, right? I really was looking for a relationship, but I said I wasn't because I didn't think I was important or deserving of love. Another story for another day. But, um, I remember he, he was seeing another person, which is fine and cool. Um, but he said that, um... You know, he was seeing someone else and he was having feelings for that other person and also was developing feelings for me. And I immediately said, date the other person, I'm broken. Ugh, gross. Oh, Mari, why? Yeah, I just, I felt like I did not deserve. Also, I'm pretty sure I was, like, in love with someone else at the time. Or just, like, was so confused and so dedicated to someone else for some reason. That's a long thing. I don't know. <laughs> that's another that's another show. I can't get into that. Um, but yeah. And this was around my twenty-fifth birthday where I, I just I broke my own heart. Right? This guy didn't even have to. Like he was playing by all the rules and I wasn't like um speaking up for myself and really like realizing or stepping into what I really wanted because like even if I really wanted, and I feel like maybe I did, like, actually want a relationship. And I think I did. And I think I do. Because that is something I want and I see for myself. Um, I, I wasn't saying it. I wasn't speaking up for myself. I wasn't advocating for myself. So how could he even know? Like, I, I, I was denying that for myself I, I I was like I don't oh because me being in a relationship meant I that's me being happy and I felt like I didn't deserve to be happy so many layers of fucked up right self-sabotage it's great so like that happened like a little bit before my birthday so it's like that happened and then my brother and it was like all these things of like well I'm not important right because it's like that whole thing where it's like well if I was so important he would just care about me and it's like bitch like you told him he was able to like open himself to other people like 
<laughs> like, why are you mad? Um, yeah, just like levels of self-sabotage that I used, I realized and whatever. So it was around that moment. I was at a really low and, you know, I remember Thurgood was like, you need to love yourself. And I was like, I don't know how. And I, I've had this conversation, I think, on this podcast, but I'll say it again. Like, you know, you were like, you need to love yourself. But I'm like, how do I even love myself? So going back at the birthday party that at um, the bar and I realized, look at all these people who do love me and I know they love me because I love them. Right. And it's like, how do you I'm like, how do I love myself? I don't know, but I know how to love my friends. So I'm like, oh. I need to start loving myself the way I love my friends because here I am putting other people first and caring about other people first. Meanwhile, I'm depending on other people to make me feel important and make me feel cared for. But sometimes people can't show up for you and that's okay. And it has no definition on who you are as a person. People have their own shit and their own lives that they're going through and sometimes they can't show up for you. That's just the truth. So, you, I feel like at least it hasn't worked for me depending on somebody else in order for me to be happy, to feel fulfilled, to feel important. That just, it, it's, it's like a, what do they call it? A zero-sum game? Is that the word? I don't know what the phrase is. But it's just like, it just doesn't work. Because at the end of the day, I end up by myself in my room or by myself wherever, like, feeling miserable about myself. Wanting to constantly be around people, not needing, not being able to fall asleep alone in my own bed. Because of my own anxiety, because of my own inability to care for myself and now looking at it I just realized that it's like it's all because like it's like this weird cycle where growing up like I really had to emotionally self-soothe and in self-soothing myself, I had to tell myself the narrative of, you're not important, this other thing is more important, and this is how they're showing you they love you by doing this thing that's more important than you so you can survive. This thing is more important than whatever you want or need. It's stupid hearing it now, right? It's like, Um, so yeah, so, uh, you know, from then I really started this journey of how do I love myself? Like, <laughs> you know, and really setting the intention behind my life. And, and uh, to be honest, ever since I, I made that decision, I've been, it, it's brought me onto this, this journey of exploration, which eventually geared me toward manifestation, right? Like, you know, in the last few weeks, excuse me, in the interview with Thurga and Nikki, I remember Thurga was saying something like she just wanted to manifest, like, being normal. 
And what I really wanted to manifest for myself was love. And, you know, in that journey of trying to attract love for myself, I'm very grateful that I attracted people in in the world who have so much love within them and have found love and is want to share that love is, and want to share that love with me. I'm very grateful I found those people, um, you know, but I still can't depend on them. I know it needs to be, this love needs to come from, I want to love myself. That's really what it is. Like, yeah, I can get love from other people. I know that. I've seen it and I'm so grateful for it. But deciding that I want love from myself, it's been a journey. There's been trial and error. A lot of blocks of anxiety and feeling things in my nervous system that that are that are it's it's literally like you know the word triggering really is because there's this physical reaction right and then no matter how much mindset you're doing like and telling yourself and mantras mantras yes of course but it's like you're holding this in your body you're holding this pain in it's in your tissues and your nervous system it's the way you react, your physical way of reacting to things. So I guess this is bringing me, <laughs> long story short, half an hour later. Um, yesterday, I, I had this wonderful sash, Reiki session. And, um, you know, I, I, I think through all, all this... Through this past year, I've gone through this intense healing. It's been like probably just a year now that I ended my engagement. Um, My dad passed away almost a year now and so much has changed. So much good and so much sad, but so much has changed. And um, I see it. I'm observing it. And I see it in myself, but my body is still like, okay, so when's this other shoe going to drop, right? My body is still waiting. My body is still in survival mode. And because of that, I've just been blocked. I haven't been able to really receive from the universe, no matter how much I'm putting out, no matter how much my mindset is changing. Um, So I had this wonderful Reiki session, which I'm happy because... Reiki helps with the energy that's stored in your body. So um, I had this Reiki session and we also tapped into my inner child. And yo, that bitch is so fucking annoying. I'm such a brat. Like what I really pictured was like at one point the, the practitioner was like, okay, just speak with your inner child, see what version of you is coming up. And it's like, I felt every version of myself from, from the five-year-old girl who was told that she couldn't do ballet again because 
there wasn't enough money and other things were more important to to living out the memory of my mom and dad arguing about money and what's more important what should we should put our money toward to to 25 year old me who you know my brother had couldn't prioritize my birthday and you know, it's like rationally that's okay. Like you can't, I, you know, it's a lot of that is tied to the ego, right? And I'm very lucky and blessed because like there's so many times where you know, there was enough money or we found the money because whatever I needed was important, right? And I feel like we don't recognize those things that happen in our life. Like... Definitely after this, I'm going to write a journal and write down all the times where I was important, where I did matter, where I was a priority, right? Because we're not going to be a priority all the time. Just like no, not everyone is going to love like us or love us. Like, we're not going to be a priority all the time. But like, you, at the end of the day, you need to make yourself your own priority. You need to love yourself, right? If You, you can't get that from everyone all the time because they need to be their own priority as well. Wow, that's a good journal. Wow. Um, so yeah, she asked me what what age is coming up? And I'm like, all of them. And what all of my um levels and different ages of inner child and inner hurt have is just lying in bed in under the covers, sobbing and holding on to my teddy bear, Diana and you know, telling myself, well, it's just not that important. There are more important things, you know. And then now looking at my life, like, this is how I treat myself. This is what I do. Like, there are more important things than your rest. There are more important things than eating right. There are more important things than, you know, doing what you want to do. And at the end of the day, no. There's nothing more important than you truly loving yourself. There's nothing more important then you putting yourself first. Nothing. The only thing that may be more important, and I don't even want to say that, like if you have a kid. Yeah, that kid is important. Yes, of course, that is now one of your, your top priorities. But you also need to, how can you care for a child if you don't care for yourself? And I feel like if you right now you're, you're a parent and you feel drained, like what uh, you know how how are you being taken care of right like you're taking care of everyone else you also need to take care of you too you cannot fill from an empty cup <laughs> these like honestly like the the healing It's not, it's not that it's hard. It's not hard work, but it's work, right? And I think there's, you know, sometimes we have so much on our plates that we don't really give ourselves time to heal. We don't give ourselves time to 
This is a luxury. This is not for people in survival mode. If you love staying in survival mode, this is not this won't work. This only works once you're able to realize that you're okay. That's the thing, you're you're okay. You're good, right? And that was a big thing. It's like, are you going to die tomorrow? And I feel like that's a lot of things. Like, we're afraid we're going to die. Like, yesterday after my Reiki session, I went and got a massage. And I just, oh, this massage, I just felt every single point in my body, every every point of stress was was for somebody else in my life. And then I kept on thinking about, like, what if I die right now? <laughs> it was such a weird thing, right? Because I was in, like, you know, one of those massage um, places, like, that, that dude shot up in, in Georgia. You know? It could have, you know, it's one of those things. It could have been anyone. It could have been me. But it wasn't, Right? And sadly, it was other people and, you know, so much pain and so much hurt around all of that, right? And and as somebody who wants so much good for people, it's like, I wish I could change that. But there's only so much we can do. There's only so much within our power. And it's actually being able to realize what our power is. Can't, can't, what, you know, in the global scheme of things right now in my life, I'm unable to make a large impact on the way mass shootings affect our society. But what I can do within my power is make sure I am being present, being educated, and supporting causes and supporting leaders who I feel are aligned within the love for their country, the love for the citizens in their country, and the safety for the citizens of their country. That was like a big breakthrough realizing like I yeah you can only do so much but there's so much you can do right it's like it's both right just like that moment when I was 25 years old I was like I'm not important but I'm also important like both of those things do exist there are times where I won't be important even when I'm not important for someone else I'm always important for myself You know, my, my power is limited in so many other scopes, but my, the power within myself and the power that I have to make decisions in my own life and make the calls in my own life, I, I feel like that's infinite. And I'm very lucky this is a privileged mindset for me to have. 
this is because of all the hard work and the sacrifices and the things my parents had to go through in order to make sure I, you know, my life led up to this. And what this is, is every moment that you have where you can decide to put yourself first, to love yourself first. And those are, listen, sometimes those are hard decisions to make, right? And I feel like we live in a world, especially if you grew up with around religion, where it's all about sacrifice. You have to sacrifice this and sacrifice that. I don't like to really think about it as sacrifice. I just like to think of where do you want to put your energy toward? What do you want to grow? You're your own water, right? If Once you start filling your cup and you're, you find the love within yourself and you're important and you find your power, now you get to decide, okay, my cup is full and my cup is overflowing. Where can I put this overflow to? Right? But it all starts with you allowing yourself to fill your own cup. And I know that's hard because we're so used to pouring out until we're empty. Pouring out until we're empty. But once you start realizing, oh, I'm the one who's in control of the valve. I don't have to pour myself. I don't have to get my fill from other people. I can fill myself. And then you start getting tools and and having routine practices. It, it really changes your life because then you're able to show up better for others. And you can step into your life. Wow, I'm really proud of myself. I'm really happy about the way I showed up for myself today. What am I even talking about, guys? I don't know. <laughs> you know, and a, and a big way to, to be able to be proud of the way you're, you showed up for yourself is also, like, recognizing the things that you're grateful for in your life. You know? If you're you know, living in your own apartment, like be grateful that you worked hard and be grateful that you have a home and you provided that for yourself. Be grateful for the food in your fridge. You know, recognize that you're, you're doing work and you're doing good work and don't think that what you're doing isn't enough. You're exactly where you need to be. And it's, it's only up from here. It's only expansive. It's not only up, right? It's both up and down. It's all around. It's only expansion from here. You're just going to keep getting better. Once you start recognizing how great you've been doing, and once you start really telling yourself and allowing yourself to just say, hey, like, I am doing great. Look at all these ways I'm doing well. Yeah, here are the ways that I want to improve and fix. But those will get improved and those will get fixed. And 
Those will change because change in our life is inevitable. But what I'm not going to change in my life is having love for myself, having love for my life, and being so grateful that I'm here. There's one big thing I learned is that this is a blessing. This life, it, it, it can be whatever blessing or whatever curse you choose for it to be. Right. I, I don't really I don't negative speak about life anymore or else I'm trying to like step away from that. And it's like every team every time I see something online where it's like this existence is nothing like I'm like, OK, but like, I don't know. For me, it's everything. It's so great because what's the other choice? Non-existence, death. I, and I just don't want that. I don't. I don't know if it's that I'm afraid to die. I just don't want to. I really enjoy this existence. And I want to keep working on it. And I, I love it. You know? I want to keep going at it and taking care of it. And this existence that I have, it's wonderful. And I know I have the power to make it into whatever I want it to be. And that involves healing. It involves allowing myself to become more connected with my inner child and, and be there for her and create space for her. The space that she didn't feel like she needed, so she had to create narratives that are now holding holding her back, right? So today I'm just, I'm going to get I'm going to hang out with her. I'm going to hang out with my inner child. We're going to eat pizza and watch My Little Pony. And, you know, she. I feel like she... It's not that she didn't have a voice and I need to be her voice. It's that she has it and I just need to give her space for her to express it. Because that... Because she's special. She's important. And then I need to start recognizing that she is me. I'm special. I'm important. And I feel like we all walk around like telling ourselves how shitty we are. And it's just like I spent so much of my life talking down about myself and I just, I don't want that for myself anymore. And I don't want that for you anymore. <laughs> right? So lean into the tools that you have. Lean into the resources that you have. It's okay to ask for support. Right? And support doesn't mean I need you to give me love because I can't find it within myself. And support is, you know, I need help finding this love and being guided to this love within myself. And if you feel like you need help, if you feel like you need guidance, like I'm I'm really here for you. Like I really am. Yeah, I have these programs, yeah, I have tarot, this and that, cool, but like at the end of the day I'm I'm a human person who went through human experiences and 
if what I'm saying resonates with you and, you know, you want to start on this journey, I would love to figure out the best way for you to get on this journey because it's, it's a wonderful one. I'm so blessed. If it wasn't for me choosing to take this journey five years ago, I, I don't know where I would have been, you know, in terms of letting go of my relationships. I don't know where I would have been in terms of dealing with my dad's death. Because it's hard for me now as the person that I am. But, you know, I wouldn't be able to recognize the sadness. I wouldn't be able to recognize where I needed to heal in terms of my relationship with my father. And the dynamic we had. And I know a lot of the self-sacrificing and self-sabotaging um, attributes I have come from the ways my father just tried so much to give so much and it just you know it broke my heart toward the end of his life he was just so worn out and so tired and I would tell him dad like why don't you go take a vacation for why don't you do this and you know just he gave so much to everyone else. And and he just... He, I think, you know... He just couldn't give to himself. And it was... I wonder if he ever told himself I'm not important. I hope not. He is important. He's my father. He did so much to take care of me. And, and therein lies a great role model, right? People always talk about how, how happy and how giving he, he was, and he is. That's, that's how he is remembered, you know? And, and that's a part of the legacy that I want to keep living on. Like, having a giving heart. Uh, you know, I just, I know I have to make sure for myself that I... I can't allow myself to give without giving to myself first, without filling my own cup. And and that's not me being selfish. That's me being able to become more expansive and do more for the people around me. Well, thanks for listening. That's just a lot of crying. I'm going through a lot, guys. <laughs> and it's it's great. I'm so blessed. You know. Thank you for following me on this journey. Um, I'm really happy. It's right. I'm crying. I'm really happy. So it seems like a lie, but it, it I really am. You know. There was one point in my life where I would journal and I'd say, I'm happy, and it felt like a lie. But, like, I could feel the happiness in my body now. It feels great.
so yeah so that, this is another episode i don't know this always happens whenever i'm like what do i want to talk about and now i'm like almost an hour so thanks for listening i appreciate it um if you have any questions about how to start observing your manifestations on how to start really letting this happen because honestly like last year like I was like I want a podcast I want this I want that and you know just doing it is a big start and if you're scared to do it let's talk because I get it (laughs) the amount of times I started something and ended it like you know you just have to choose something that like what do you really want Okay. Well, I'll just post this because why not? Thanks for listening. I really appreciate it, guys. Um, Follow, like, subscribe. And uh, message me. Let's talk. Why not? Okay. Well, you guys have a great one. And talk to you next time. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to Season 2 of Manifesting Mari, a podcast where we unravel what manifestation is and you can tap into your infinite powers to create the life that you've always wanted. Thanks for listening to another episode of Manifesting Mari. For more tips and tricks on manifestation, give me a follow on IG at ManifestingMari. And if you have any questions, comments, or concerns about manifesting, shoot me a DM or email me at ManifestingMari at gmail.com. See you next time.